Before you go asking Santa Claus to get you a Peloton this year, I want you to listen to this episode and listen to my story of why I sold my Peloton. Hi, I'm Lesha Holzaffel, and you're listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast, a podcast for moms who are ready to lose the weight they want without gaining it back by learning the holistic approach to nutrition and how our brains determine our long-term success. Welcome to the Fit Mom Squad. Welcome back to the Fit Mom Squad podcast. I'm your host, Lesha, and today I'm going to talk about why I sold my Peloton bike. I know it's kind of a weird topic but I wanted to address it because I feel like the popularity of Pelotons has really grown a lot this year, especially with everybody being more home inside quarantined. And I've heard that the sales of a Peloton bike skyrocketed because everyone was inside and the gyms were closed and all the things and they're doing well as a company. And I'm so, so happy for them. And for those of you that don't know, I used to own a Peloton and I no longer have it. And I've never really talked about why I no longer have it. I never shared my story of why I sold it. So that's what I want to talk about today. So if you've been eyeing the Peloton bike and you're thinking about putting it on your Christmas list this year, I want you to first listen to this episode before you do that so you can know whether that's a good choice or not for you. All right. So let me kind of rewind here a bit and share of how I even got started with the Peloton and why I even got one in the first place. For those of you that don't know, I used to be an avid runner. I started running when I was like 18 years old and I became obsessed with it because it was giving me, you know, that runner's high and the adrenaline and all the endorphins that comes with doing cardio. And so I started getting into races and I actually ran three marathons. I ran the Akron Marathon, the Chicago Marathon, and then my last one was the New York City. And after the New York City Marathon, which was in 2017, my love and my passion for running kind of started subsiding. So part of it was because I started feeling a lot of pain, especially in my hips. And I had some pretty bad sciatica, or however you say that from pregnancy, I had gained a lot of weight from my second baby, 60 pounds. So that put a lot of pressure on my hips. And I felt like after I gave birth, it never really went away. So when I went back to running, I realized that when I would do long distances, after about a few miles, I started to feel pain. And I tell my clients all the time, if you're working out, you're doing something and you're feeling pain, you should probably not be doing that. You know, your body trying to tell you like, Hey, something's off here. This doesn't feel good. There's something wrong here. I sort of kind of got over running. I did a half marathon in Cincinnati a couple years ago. And after that, I told my husband, I'm like, I don't know, babe, I think I'm ready to hang up my running shoes. I heard about cycling at this point and the cycle studio started to get really popular and we had a local studio in Columbus. They had like the disco ball and really dark and all the women spinning and all the things. And I think my husband's coworker wife asked me if I wanted to go with her. I somehow got introduced with to it and I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's go. Let's give it a try. So I went in the class and I got 
hooked. It was so much fun. I just loved like the disco music brought me back to, you know, when I used to listen to techno when I was 16 and just jamming down the road in techno in my Volkswagen Jetta and all the things. And that's just the feeling I got. I loved it. It was an adrenaline rush, a great calorie burn. I became obsessed. So I was going to these classes. I was trying to make it like once a week at least. But at the time, you know, I had two young kids. It was really hard to go. And it was like 17 bucks a class. And I felt really guilty because I had also had a treadmill at home and stuff. So anyway, then I heard about the Peloton. And this is when the Peloton was really, really new. And I heard about it. I've like, of course, instantly wanted one. And I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, if I only had the Peloton, then I didn't have to drive to these classes and pay per class. But the problem was at the time I had no job. So I've been a stay at home mom for five years now. And I started my business about two years ago. So I guess I'm a mompreneur is how they would call it. But before back then I didn't have any income. So I was like, okay, how am I going to get this bike? You're right. I felt bad about just asking my husband like, Hey, can I buy this $2,000 bike? So I started doing what any normal person would do if they wanted to raise money. I started selling all the things in my house, right? Anytime someone would ask me, what do you want for your birthday? What do you want for Christmas to make money? Just give me money. I really want to buy a Peloton bike. So I started collecting cash. I would sell things like baby stuff and like things that we don't use anymore on Facebook and all the things and people started getting me money and I would just collect it all in an envelope, right? So I'd find like a dollar in the house, like, ooh, there's a dollar. Ooh, there's $5. Ooh, return this, return that. And I was actually, this was not even a year where I had almost saved up enough money to buy the bike, believe it or not. And I have to pause here and say like right now, because this came to my mind as a human being, I think we're all the same. When we want something, we are going to do whatever it takes to get it. And that is where when I'm dealing with potential clients, I can tell which ones are committed and ready to change when they're wanting to do whatever it takes to invest in my program. And those that aren't, because those that aren't make the excuse, oh, I don't have money. Oh, I can't afford it. And when they say that, then I'm respectful. I'm very respectful. And I understand. I say, okay, I understand, you know, maybe in the future, maybe you can save up, whatever. But I know that that right there is a red flag for me of which, what women are committed and ready to change their lives and which aren't, because this is the example right here. I wanted that Peloton bike so bad. I was doing whatever it took. I was saving pennies. I was selling things. I wanted it. And I was so focused on my goal of getting it that I made it happen. And so I want you to think about that. When people say, when they tell me like, I can't afford your program, which is one of the most affordable weight loss programs out there right now, because I'm still building it out and it's relatively new. I started it in the beginning of this year. When I hear women say that, I know that they're not ready and they're not committed. So I just want to point that out there because that is something that I always think about now when I hear that. So I was committed. I wanted this thing. So I saved up the money and it was like my birthday and my husband for the gift, he got me like a card and in it, he wrote, you know, whatever you have left out of to get your Peloton, I will give it to you and you can buy it. So I was ecstatic. Oh my gosh. When that Peloton came. 
I was like a kid on Christmas morning, super excited, just like waiting for them to leave so I can ride it. And of course, like as soon as they left, I did my very first ride. It was back when Jen used to be an instructor there and she was my very first ride. Freaking loved it, sweating, pumped, became obsessed, okay? Just like many Peloton owners, I became obsessed with it. So I was riding the Peloton I probably had like a one or two month streak, which I was on it every single day, including the weekends. So every day I would do like a 45 minute ride. And then on Saturdays, I would do like the hour ride with Matt Wolpers. I don't know if he still does them. They were like endurance rides, super long. I would do that, right? And then like, I would change it up and stuff, but I was obsessed. I loved it. It was a great, you know, workout, great sweat session. It was really a great stress reliever and all was well until I was experiencing a lot of issues with my health. So for those of you that don't know my journey in about 2018, I started seeing that I was putting on weight and I was having sleep issues and digestive issues and all the things and I didn't know what was going on with me. So at that time, I was very adamant about having a strict workout routine. So how it would go is I would wake up at 5 a.m. And this was the time that I was like really into having that morning routine. I'd wake up at 5 a.m. I'd go ride my Peloton no matter what. And then I'd go do my other things like journaling, get ready for the day, meditation, all the things. But that was like my routine and I was married to it. All right. But what I noticed was that even though I was riding the Peloton every single day and I was burning all those calories, my body really wasn't changing. I wasn't really seeing much progress. Now, mind you, you have to understand that a Peloton bike and any type of cycling is going to really focus on your lower body. You're not going to get a lot of changes happening in your upper body or your abs or anything like that. Yeah, they have some workouts that you do weights, light weights and stuff like that, but it's really focusing on the lower body, right? Your thighs, your butt, all the things. But what I noticed is that I wasn't really getting any changes. I wasn't really seeing any type of physique changes. I wasn't really seeing any changes on the scale. It was actually the opposite where I was seeing the scale go up. And what would happen is after my rides, I would feel bloated and like I had swelling, my fingers were swelling. And yes, I know that's common with cardio in general, like the water retention, but mine was almost uncomfortable and it was a little weird for me. And I also noticed one thing that was strange to me where there were days that I couldn't even like maintain any type of cadence or resistance. If you're familiar with cycling, I was struggling. Like there would be rides that I would like just be dreading them and waiting for it to end. But I kept on pushing myself because in my mind, I was like, you just invested $2,000 for this Peloton bike. A, two, you're paying $40 a month for the subscription, right? So I felt like I needed to ride it. Now, I don't know about any of you, but I feel like there's two types of women out there. There's women that want to work out equipment and they finally get it and they are obsessed with it for like a month or two. And then it just sits there and collects dust and it becomes another rack for clothing, okay? Let me know if that's you. Two is you have something and you're obsessed with it knowing that you bought it, you committed to it and come hell or high water, you are gonna use that thing. 
no matter what's going on in your life, you're going to use that thing. And that's me. No matter what, I was ignoring all the signs that this is not good for me. And I was pushing myself up until the point where I realized that I was 15 pounds overweight at that time while riding a Peloton, while eating clean keto and something didn't add up. So that's when I started to see functional medicine doctors and naturopaths and doing all the testing. And what those tests revealed was that I had elevated cortisol levels, which if you're not familiar with cortisol, it's your body's stress hormone. And when that is elevated, your body goes into a state flight or fight, right? And that state is like your body's survival mechanism. So it thinks that, you know, you're being chased by a wild animal and it stops systems. It stops your digestive system. It stops your metabolism, slows things down. So a lot of cortisol, high cortisol can result to a lot of belly fat. You can be like wired and tired feeling where you're exhausted, but you're still kind of wired. You're always anxious. Anxiety is a big thing with cortisol. Your, you know, metabolism slows down all the things. So we need cortisol, right? We need that adrenaline rush. That's what helps us get out of bed, right? If we didn't have the cortisol, we wouldn't be able to get out of bed. But the problem is when it's too high, then it messes up all the other systems in your body and your body is in this freak out mode. And it's so focused on that because it thinks you're like gonna die that it doesn't do anything else. Now, why I'm talking about the cortisol is because too much cardio, chronic cardio causes elevated cortisol. So if you think about it, if you already have issues with your cortisol, and now you're adding chronic cardio, too much cardio, you're making that worse. You're making your body freak out even more. You're pushing that flight or fight, okay? That's what I was doing. So I was getting up in the morning where my cortisol was already elevated first thing in the morning. That's when it was the highest. That's when it's the highest for everyone. So cortisol works like a slope. It starts out really high and it's supposed to gradually decrease as the day goes. All right, starts up really high in the morning. Your body kind of gets you ready to go and wake up, right? The adrenaline, okay, time to get up. And then throughout the day, it's slowly supposed to steep down in a natural way. And then towards bedtime is when it's the lowest. So then your melatonin can kick in and your melatonin is what helps you go to sleep, right? That's the sleep hormone. Mine was super, super high in the morning. And then it stayed high. So it would be like going down a little bit but then it always stayed high. So by the time I, it was nighttime, it was still too elevated for my melatonin to kick in. So naturally my body was in that chronic fight or flight mode. And I was, instead of losing weight from burning all the calories, right? We think calorie burn equals weight loss. Not when you have issues with your hormones guys. All right. And I want you to remember that was burning all these calories, eating clean keto, not eating sugar, not eating carbs, but I was gaining weight because my body thought that, you know, we're in danger, 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 save everything that she's eating. Don't let go of the weight because we don't know if she's going to eat again. So if this is a, a really broad state, it's like, harsh statement for me to say that the Peloton made me gain weight because it wasn't the Peloton. Okay. So I'm not going to say I saw my Peloton because it made me gain weight. It's not the Peloton's fault. The Peloton's great. Okay. It is just the Peloton is not for everybody. 
okay? Chronic cardio is really the culprit here, not the Peloton bike. So I was continuously riding, right? And making my cortisol worse. Then I finally found out of the whole cortisol thing, but I still don't understand the relationship between cortisol and chronic cardio until my naturopath doctor brought it up and asked me, what is your routine look like? So she asked me, do you work out? Like, what's your workout routine? I told her my workout routine, be like, oh my gosh, here I am. So proud of myself because I get up and I go in the Peloton and I burn calories. And she asked me, well, how do you feel after the workout? And I'm like, I don't know, good. I don't know. Like she said, how do you feel during the workout? And I'm like, sometimes I feel like I can do it. And I'm like all about it. And other times I feel like I'm dying. When is it going to be over? And then she revealed to me that the reason I'm feeling that way is because I am now pushing my body beyond the stress response and making it worse by doing the chronic cardio every day. And then it just hit me. And then I realized it like, I am making it worse on my body, on myself, on my weight loss journey, being so frustrated that I'm not getting the results and I'm riding the Peloton every day when the Peloton is actually the reason why I'm getting these negative results. And it's like counterintuitive, right? But a part of me could not accept it. Why? Because I had the Peloton because I was paying for it, because I got it. And I was so gung-ho and I told my husband, I'm going to ride this thing every day. I'm never going to get sick of it. So I had to make that decision. And honestly, it was a very hard decision to make because when I commit something, I commit all the way. And I still couldn't believe that something like doing cardio was actually detrimental to my health. So my message here is if you are considering to get the Peloton bike, or if you're considering any type of cardio, whether it be a treadmill, whether it be just starting running or cycling or anything, I really want you to look at your situation as far as your health goes and ask yourself the question, is this going to be beneficial for me where I am right now? Or is this going to be detrimental? What is the reason that I'm doing this? And what are my current circumstances? Because I will tell you, if you are a woman that's struggling with hormones, especially cortisol, and you have like, or thyroid, even with thyroid, I thought that I had issues with my thyroid and chronic cardio does not pair well with thyroid either. Because anything that gives your body more stress, right? Chronic cardio gives your body more stress. So does fasting. So does just stress in general, life stress, lifestyle, all the things, right? So if you are getting this, if you're wanting to get a Peloton because you think that it's going to help you relieve stress, I want you to think about, well, how is it going to relieve stress for me if I have too much stress already? How am I going to use it? And what other things can I do to relieve stress? What might be a better type of workout? So inside my membership, VSP Tribe, I'm currently teaching my members about fitness and how to start a fitness routine and the different types of workouts you can do. And one of the things that I'm really trying to teach them is that whatever you choose, you have to look at where you are right now in your life and what is going on right? You might be in a phase in your life where you're all about the running, right? You have a goal of running a marathon and there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's 
absolutely awesome. And everyone, that's a great milestone when a bucket list item to do. But if you're suffering from hormone issues or stress and anxiety, maybe now is not the right time to do that. Okay. If you've just gone through a surgery or you have an injury, maybe you shouldn't be focused on lifting weights right now or doing a CrossFit type of exercise. Maybe you need to do something like yoga or Pilates or low impact. And it's always going to change just because you can't have the Peloton bike now doesn't mean you can't ever have it or ever make it work. Okay. But you have to look at what is going on in my life. What is my health situation? What is my body trying to tell me? What does my body need right now? Okay. So here's the thing. If you want to get a Peloton bike and you can share it with someone in your household, where even if you're experiencing some issues with your cortisol, you know, at least they'll ride it and whatever. And and it's not just going to sit there and collect dust, go for it. But if you are a woman, if you're a woman that experiences high levels of stress and you're already stressed out, or you had your cortisol checked and it's really high, or if you have thyroid issues, I would not recommend that you invest in a Peloton right now because in your mind, you're going to want to be on it because you're going to be paying for it. It's an expensive bike. Then you have to pay for the subscription fee every month. And in your mind, you're going to want to justify, I have to be on this. I have to be on this. And when you, every time you go on it and push your body to the limit, you're making it worse on yourself and your health. And you're actually doing the exact opposite of why you want that bike in the first place. All right. So that is my message about the Peloton bike. I have nothing against it. I think it's great. I think the whole community around it and how popular it's gotten, I think it's fantastic, but you have to be careful, right? Because everybody wants to do what everybody does. Oh, it's popular. Oh, everybody has a Peloton. I want a Peloton. Everybody's doing keto. I want to do keto. We sometimes don't think like, is this the right thing for me, for my body at this exact time? So that's what I want you to think about before you put that Peloton on your Christmas list and in general cardio. And this is going to be another episode. I am going to be talking about too much cardio as it relates to hormones and weight loss and all the misconceptions, because there's a lot of myths out there about cardio. And I myself did not know it being an avid runner for over a decade. I was obsessed with cardio, but it actually caused my body more harm than not. And just like everything else, what are you doing? Are you taking an overboard? There's moderation when it comes to cardio. It's okay to do some, but are you pushing your body beyond its limits? Okay. That is the whole premise here. So I want you to think about that when you're thinking about your fitness routine. And this is one question that I get a lot from my community and women in general is what is the best type of workout? And I think we need to learn to ask better questions. I think the question should be, what is the best type of workout for me right now where I'm at in my life with the health issues that I am or am not experiencing and the goals that I want for myself and my body at this point? All right. When you ask that question, then you can get better answers because the answer really depends on those questions, right? My answer to you, if you ask me that is I'm going to ask you those three things. And then from there, I can give you a more valid response, right? I can't just say, oh, strength training. Oh, hit. Oh, cardio, right? There's so many other things I have to play. 
exactly with nutrition as well. So I want you to think about that. And I want you to start approaching it like, well, if everybody else is doing it, does it mean I have to do it too? Because the answer is no, right? You got to find your own path, what works for you, what works for your body, what makes you feel good. So that's what I wanted to share today. I don't hate on the Peloton. I think it's a great piece of equipment and super fun, but I want you to ask yourself those questions before you go and you invest in that. Do you have any hormone issues? Do you have extreme stress and anxiety right now? Is this going to make it better or worse? All right. So that's all for today. As always, thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe. Let me know what your thoughts are on the Peloton bike. If you have one, if you love it, if you hate it, all the things, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave me a review on iTunes and share this podcast with your friends on social media. Don't forget to tag me at BSB Tribe. If you want even more resources, make sure to go to www.bsbtribe.com and head on over to a private community on Facebook, Fit Mom Squad, so that you can get connected with other moms who are crushing their health goals. I can't wait to see you on the inside. Until next time, keep focused on your goals, mama.